At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Welcome to Meeting Malcolmus, a pavement podcast. Hey, it's JD here, back for another episode of the pod that ended two months ago. But here I am, back in action, on the saddle, in the horse, on the horse, rather. You don't really want to be in the horse unless you're doing one of those gags. And even then, um, you know, uh, you you need the right partner to do that gag with. Because uh, pulling off the the double horse costume is very, very difficult. Trust me, someday I'll tell you the story. How are you doing, motherfuckers? Uh, I hope you're well. Uh, I hope everybody is avoiding the monkey pox. I uh, have been, you know, just devouring bananas. So I'm worried that I, I may have uh, become infected by this terrible new sickness. What is going on in this goddamn world? You know, first of all, the, the, the flu shuts down the planet. And I'm not saying the flu in a derogatory way. I know a lot of people died. Um, and, uh, but it just, it's so funny that you would think after watching like contagion, that it would be a sickness like that makes you explode after 30 seconds or something like that, or pus oozing out of your body or whatever, you know, but ultimately the thing that fucking crippled us, uh, shut us down. And, and here we are now in an economic downturn was, you know, the symptoms are the same as a, as a cold. That's crazy. I would have never guessed that. I would have never guessed that. Obviously, way more harsh than a cold or, or the flu. Um, I know a guy, and his name was uh, Chicken. And uh, he was called Chicken because he was a chicken farmer. And um, he's from my hometown. And he was in the hospital for like three months on Innovator, or whatever it's called, the thing where it's... Uh, you know, the tube down your throat to help you breathe, to make you breathe. Uh, so fuck, you know, be well, chicken. Um, so I'm bearing the lead here because uh, I am fucking still so amped over what I was managed to pull off. Uh, this has been just great. Um, my friend, Matt, uh, was recently diagnosed with ALS, and I believe I've talked about it on this on the show. Uh, one of the things that he wanted to to do was um, he's a giant Pearl Jam fan, and he's got tickets to see them in Toronto in the fall. But he doesn't think he'll be able to walk by then, and uh, so he's really doing a Carpe Diem, you know, tour right now. And uh, I got to do a leg of the tour with them, and we went to Vegas, and. It just turned out that the timing that we were going to Vegas, well, Pavement was going to be playing in L.A. on the Monday that we were coming home. So 
I changed my ticket from flying back to Toronto to flying to Vegas, and I found a $29 ticket. Who does that? It was fate. It was meant to be. So I bought a couple tickets to pavement, met up with Tim from Portland, and we had a fucking great time. We had a great time. Uh, we met up before uh, at a place called The Well. It was, uh, well, <laughs> no, it was it was really good. It was, uh, my old man eyes uh, were, you know, a little darkened. Uh, it was difficult to see, but uh, uh, it was suitably hip enough. And it had a jukebox. And the jukebox had pavement on it. So Tim and I lit up the, lit up the place with some pavement, crushed some edibles, and uh, drank a lot of beer. And then went to the Fonda to see our favorite band play. And they just did not disappoint. It was, uh, I don't even, I don't have the words. It, 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 it was, it exceeded all my expectations. And I went in with pretty high expectations because the only other time I saw them was in Central Park in New York. And that was just wonderful. It was magical. This was different though. This, they were, they were tight, um, but loose, you know, uh, they were having fun. And, uh, oh, I got to tell you, um, the mini Mekons played at the beginning and they were great. Uh, but where we were standing, we could see stage left, no stage, right. We could see stage, right. Um, or stage left. I don't know. The, the one that would be on my right hand side, if I'm facing the stage. So that would be stage left. Yeah. I said it right the first time. Okay. So, uh, you can see uh, spiral and, uh, Mark. And Bob, in particular, pre, uh, rocking out to this band before they played. Bob was so animated. And uh, surprise, right? Um, he's always animated. But he was just fucking enjoying himself. And I was, too. It was, it was great. Uh, great music. Um, reminded me a little bit of a band we have in Canada, or we had in Canada, called Spirit of the West. Um, you know, real, like... Uh, drinking songs, you know, uh, chants and drinking songs and, uh, no drums, uh, a couple guitars, uh, an accordion and, uh, some great vocals by the queen of punk. She was called, uh, I forget her name right now. Um, Sally is her first name, but, uh, really tremendous, just tremendous. And it, and it made it more fun that the guys were having so much fun watching. So I almost uh, synced up with Spiral and got into a sound check, but I fucked up and didn't text him in time. And uh, shame on me for that, because that would have been a real hoot. But who knows? Maybe uh, maybe another dime, another place that'll happen. Uh, yeah, I I'll tell you, Tim and I sat in um, Denny's. <laughs> we went and took our old man bodies to Denny's. and just talked about this show. And at one point we likened Steve West. Westy was fucking on, man. He was, he was, he was on. And, uh, he was in a groove. It was almost like he was so, so tight and so with it that you didn't notice, you know what I mean? Like, and I likened it to watching a really great baseball game when a pitcher's just in the groove and you don't notice how good they're doing. And then all of a sudden it's the seventh inning and it's like, holy shit, they're pitching a no-no. You know, that's, that's crazy. Um, managed to get a set list. Tim from Portland hooked me up with a set list. Now, uh, the set list 
looking at it, I, I posted it on Twitter and Instagram. Um, started with our singer, then went to front words. This is from the set list. I've got the actual set list as well because it, it's it's a little bit different. Um, and I'll, t- I'll tell you what's different. Let me just open that up. Okay. So uh, our singer is was the first song. Front words was the second song. Embassy Row was the third song. The first time they played it since 97. Now, that's not too surprising because, well, I guess there would have been two tours after that. There would have been Terror Twilight and um, and the reunion tour. So, yeah, that's a bit of a while. Then they played Blackout, then Trigger Cut, then Spiral took the stage and did Kennel District. Uh, then we got Spin on a Stranger. Um, oh, and Trigger Cut was so cool. It was when they, it was how they introduced, um, it was how they introduced the keyboardist because the vocal part at the end, she sang it and it was so fun. It was so great just to hear her voice cut through. And then at the end of the song, they were like, we're back a call on keys. And uh, she didn't get the shout out that she should have. She should, there should have been an applause break when she started singing because it was so different than anything we've ever heard. But anyway, then we got, like I say, uh, Cattle District, Spin on a Stranger, Gold Sounds, Transport is Arranged, first time since 97, uh, Serpentine Pad, first time since 96, Motion Suggests, first time since 96, and we got Two States, The Hex, Shoot the Singer, then we got Grounded. Oh, that was great. Yeah. Uh, that was on my list. Then Harness Your Hopes, Silent Kid, Cut Your Hair, Type Slowly, First Time Since 97, Perfume V, Fame Thrower, First Time Since 93, they played Fame Thrower. So that's insane. Uh, then Range Life and Folk Gem. And that's what they ended with. Uh, 23 songs. And that's very um, correct. Uh, that's the that's the actual and printed on the set list. Now it gets different with the encores. Uh, Shady Lane was the first song that they came out to on the encore. Then they did Unfair, and the fucking place erupted for Unfair. Man, they were electric. They were hopping. Uh, it was it was wonderful. Then went to Grave Architecture, Major Leagues, first time since '99, and then closed out the show. So we thought with Summer Babe, and it was funny because. I was in my head. I was like, "What else can they fucking play?" Like they've 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 touched so many different things. Like we got watery. We got uh, maybe you know maybe debris slide or box elder representing some of the older stuff would have been nice. But I had no complaints with this set list at all. None. Not a not a one. And then um, uh, their second encore, they have listed that they were going to do stereo here in the mouth of the desert, in the mouth a desert. And then Wichita Tai Ho. Wichita, Wichita Toe. And I'll tell you a little bit about that um, in, in a moment. But yeah, the second encore was here in Wichita Toe. And I just happened to get that second encore for you. So why don't we give that a spin right now? Listen to that second encore, which is here in Wichita Toe. We did not get stereo or in the mouth of the desert. Um, but I have no complaints. I have no complaints and when you hear uh these two songs you're going to be 
uh, going batshit crazy because this was great. So light up a spliff and uh, and put on some good headphones and um, give this a listen. This is here on Meeting Upness, a pavement podcast, live from the Fonda.
And that was the end of our night. That was what we got. And I'll like full disclosure, no clue what that song was. I was like, uh, you know, getting out of the theater thinking I had to look up a song called Nora. Um, I, I wasn't familiar with the, with the song, but I fucking loved it. Uh, it had enough of a pavement feel to it. Um, I haven't listened to the original song, but I feel like, you know, they gave it a pavement arrangement, um, you know, with Steve's voice and Steve's guitar sound, like the tone, uh, it felt pavementy to me. Um, there, there's a moment where it ascends, uh, and it's, you know, the guitar is sort of ringing out and, and then there's that chanting and it's just so, it was so good. It was, I, I yeah. I'm, I sound pretty fucking dumb right now. Um, and also I sound like shit cause I don't have my regular recording equipment here. Uh, just, I bought a lot, I bought a laptop to do, to, to, uh, to do this for you. So I'm going to return it. I'm not, I'm not made of money over here, but, um, yeah, I, uh, am using just air AirPods and yeah, I, I just listened back and it sounds sort of shitty. So apologies, apologies. I also won't be running it through, um, the thing that I typically run it through to make it sound better. Uh, cause I don't have that on this computer anyway, that's that. Uh, so the song, uh, for you, for your edification is called Wichita toe and it's a Jim pepper original. Uh, I'm reading this from a website, uh, songwriter and saxophonist Jim pepper adapted the song Wichita toe from an ancient peyote chant that he learned from his native American grandfather, Wichita Toe was first recorded by Pepper's group, the short-lived Everything is Everything. The group's producers arranged Pepper to express his Native American heritage in the music and helped him work out the arrangement in English translation. To this day, Wichita Toe is the only hit in the history of the Billboard pop charts, reaching number 69 in 1969, dude, to feature an authentic Native American chant. Uh, Brewer and Shipley first heard Everything is Everything's cover of Wichita Toe on Clyde Clifford's legendary Beaker Street K1090 coming out of Little Rock, Arkansas. Uh, KAAY's cult status was forged in the late 60s when after 11 p.m. each evening, the station abandoned their standard top 40 format for three hours of underground music with the program Beaker Street. KAAY's nighttime AM signal, 50,000 watts, extended its reach to much of the Midwest and as far away as Canada and Mexico, leading to its nickname, the Mighty 1090. Brewer and Shipley uh, tuned in to listen to Beaker Street as they were traveling to gigs all over the Midwest. It's understandable that Brewer and Shipley would misinterpret some of the lyrics listening to Wichita Toe on their car radio that night. The irony is that they got all the Native American lyrics right, but misheard the adapted English lyrics. Michael Brewer explained that while we were traveling all over the heartland late at night, that Clyde Clifford's Beaker Street would be one of the only things we could get on the radio. And Wichita Toe was getting a lot of airplay, and we just loved it. So it looks like uh, there's a Brewer and Shipley version, and then there is the Everything is Every Everything version, and there's some lyrical differences um, that you can uh, investigate in your time. Uh, you know what? Uh, let's let's listen to the original um, Everything is Everything version, if I can track it down. Uh, I'm going to push pause here and try and track it down. And if you hear Wichita Toe by Everything is Everything after this segment, you'll know that I was successful.
sax in there that's good that's good it's too bad pavement wasn't touring with a sax player <laughs> wouldn't you love to hear some sax player on debris slide debris slide that's my sax impersonation uh so hey uh i did find it and there it is isn't that fucking a lifting song that's fucking great pavement even selecting cover songs does a great job jesus Christ, I can't believe it. Okay, so uh, that's what I got for you this week, other than a bit of news here. Uh, still doing the JD birthday pod list. Twa. Twa. Uh, I can't roll my R's well enough to say twa the way it should be said. Uh, you know, I'm just not there in terms of my French. Um, my daughter can do it perfectly, though. It's, it, it's, it's insane, like how well she can roll her R's, and she has a great French accent. It's a Canadian Quebec accent, and the Quebec accent is a little rougher, though. You know, it's not the... Uh, it's a little growly. Or, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, maybe maybe my shit's kicking in here. Um, but anyway, if you've got a song, and I've started reaching out to specific people um, who've done this in the past, 
get it ready. Get it ready. Uh, pavement or pavement adjacent songs. I'd love to have at least 10 uh, to, to put out a, a pod list in July um, for my birthday. And um, I think that would be a blast if you would do that. So that's, uh, that's number one. Number two, thanks to Dan from London. Uh, you know, um, he has done some legwork and found a place for us to meet in Porto. Uh, on Saturday, Saturday the 11th, I guess it would be, right? Saturday the 11th of June, uh, a meeting spot in Porto for pavement fans. We can talk about the concert from the night before, which will have happened. Uh, if you're interested in joining us on this jaunt, send me an email, jd at meetingmalchemist.com, and uh, I'll get you set up with the location, and we'll go from there. Uh, once uh, things are a little more solid, maybe I'll do a, just a quick shout out episode and let you know where that is, or maybe we'll even record that roundtable. Who knows? Um, anything is possible in the world of magic, as Doug Henning once said. Uh, so there's that. That's what I've got for you. Uh, it's been a blast, as always. The songs were great. The concert was great. The pod list is going to be fucking great. And motherfucking. Dan from London, kicking all sorts of ass, finding us a venue. Jesus, goddamn Christ. We're going to have some fun in the next couple of weeks. Cannot wait. Those of you who go to Barcelona, please uh, send me an email, jd at meetingmalchemist.com with set lists and comments when uh, the show is over. Looking forward to hearing from y'all. Take good care. And until then, wash your goddamn hands. Meeting Malcolmus, a pavement podcast, is a weekly affair. Connect with JD at JD at meetingmalchemist.com. Please support the pod by rating, reviewing, or sponsoring us at meetingmalchemist.com. And hey, I'm social. Follow me on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at Meeting Malcolmus. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.